0: Good morning. This is Michael Jacoby, your executive director, and this is another Illinois ASBO advocacy podcast. Today, I'm going to speak a little bit about some of the bills that were passed last year that might not necessarily be on your radar. Obviously, we know what the budget was that was passed. We also know, you know the levels of EBF funding and so forth. But sometimes there are other things that are moving through the legislature that we maybe don't pay as great attention to. And I think this can be an opportunity for you to be sharp as a school business official in your own district, kind of understanding the laws uh, as they've been enacted. So the first of those has to do with salary history. I mean, did you know that there was a new bill passed, it's House Bill 834, that basically prohibits an employer from seeking the compensation or salary history of a job applicant. This is going to be important for you no matter who you're hiring because there's also a provision in this bill that allows the employee or potential employee to seek compensatory damages if the employer violates this new prohibition. On the security front, there is a new threat assessment bill that passed, and this is House Bill 1561. It does require school boards to develop threat assessment protocols and create threat assessment teams, but here's the thing that's somewhat interesting for you, and that is that now if you are in a county that does a countywide sales tax for school facilities, you are able to now use those resources, if you would like, for personnel such as school resource officers or mental health professionals. This has been something that we've been talking about for several years, giving more freedom for that countywide sales tax. Obviously, if you don't have that, you are still required to do the threat assessment protocols, and likely your Board of Education and your superintendent will be wanting to engage with you about how that should work most effectively, given the fact that most of the time, the security provisions for a school district kind of fall under the risk management function, and that usually is with the school business official. A brand new provision in regard to the Open Meetings Act is also coming your way. And this uh, really is pretty straightforward, but it allows for all those categories that we know already exist for closed session, uh, which deals with the employment, employment, uh, compensation, discipline, performance, or dismissal of employees. But now it extends that to specific independent contractors, or specific volunteers of the public body or legal counsel. So again, greater opportunity to be private on a few of those more typical and uh, difficult dialogues that might need to be in closed session in order to protect the privacy of others, but also to be able to speak about those freely. In regard to support service personnel, just be aware that House Bill 921 does give some rights to educational support personnel when they've been riffed or when they've experienced a a loss of a position due to reduction in force. Even if the employee accepts re-employment in the district, they maintain any rights that they accrued in the previous service with the school district. So just be aware of that as uh, you let go of support personnel for any reason whatsoever. This might not affect the local school business official as much as it would the superintendent or the principals, but uh, there is a teacher shortage bill, House Bill 1472, that allows retirees to return to service. This bill extends that opportunity through June 30, 2021, so it's temporary. But it allows a teacher to return to teaching in subject shortage areas without impairing their retirement status. So if you're dealing with an issue related to uh, lack of teachers in your district, that might be a solution for you. In regard to the legalization of marijuana and dealing with sort of prior uh, convictions in relationship to that House Bill 2121 passed both houses unanimously. Um, The bill is intended to expand the pool of eligible bus drivers, school bus drivers by allowing individuals to be eligible if they have not had, in the prior 20 years, a misdemeanor conviction. So some expansion of that ability to kind of wipe out things that happened 20 years ago, as long as that window of 20 years has been uh, without incident. A couple of new bills related to safety, both uh, school bus passing violations, House Bill 1873 and school zone traffic violations, House Bill 2383 are worthy of note. So basically on the first one, it doubles the fine for the violation when approaching, overtaking or passing school buses when that uh, stop arm is out. And then secondly, this House Bill 2383 under school zone traffic violations, if somebody um, violates the crosswalks or school zone areas and causes an accident with an injury is going to see their driving privileges suspended for 12 months. And then I have one more that I'll close out with because it was somewhat controversial, and that was Senate Bill 1371 having to deal with uh, door lock devices. Many of the uh, police and educational security experts uh, fought against this bill, but it did go through. It's ha- it had three different amendments. Uh, bottom line is it's, uh, it landed on allowing districts to install security locking devices on a door of a school building to prevent unwanted entry if certain requirements are met. That means that school employees must be trained in terms of how to utilize that, and also the security system has to comply with all the applicable state and federal standards and must be part of the written agreement among the school board, the local fire and law enforcement officers. And be a part of the school district safety plan so these locking devices uh, basically prohibit somebody from entering in a room but it also is something that can be used potentially by an intruder to prevent law enforcement or others from entering into a room as well so um, very controversial but the bottom line is there is provision for it now in illinois under these very sort of stringent circumstances So that's it for today. Uh, Quite a few things happened in Springfield that I didn't talk about in terms of minimum wage and teacher salary and budget and other kinds of issues. But these are other things that I thought maybe you might wanna be aware of just in a quick listen. I do wanna make you aware of the fact that in February we have a leadership conference. It'll be our first ever Illinois ASBA leadership conference. You should definitely plan on attending. If you've been a part of the leadership institute you could actually come the morning of that conference and experience a reunion opportunity for you uh, kind of going back over some of the things you learned in your uh, leadership institute but then at noon and extending to the next day at noon the leadership conference will be february 20th and 21st have a great evening activity that uh, that's sort of coordinated with the conference so Again, you might wanna be setting aside some time to actually stay overnight at the conference site. More information is available on our website. Uh, Please check it out. We've been putting out some save the dates already. Love to see a lot of people engaged in our first ever leadership conference. Well, that's all the time that we have today. And again, this is uh, your executive director, Michael Jacoby, signing off on another Illinois ASBO advocacy podcast. Hope everybody has a wonderful week.